the Lord's day. And we ought to rejoice and be glad in it. I am perplexed this morning. And uh, I hope you go with me. I've been dealing this week with uh, the book of Jude. Responsibility, they can't tell you. So, my question to whomever, why be something you don't know something about? Why, why claim to be something and you don't know the reason why it exists from the start? Talked to a good friend last night, and he's a bishop, and he gave me uh, some good insight. Out of the many that I talked to, he was the only one that could explain to me his work as a bishop. But I'm troubled because when you look at the reason, the reasons are not ministry. It's about building up one's self. It's about making one's self greater. And then it ain't about ministry, it's about money. Say amen if you can. Certain men have crept in unaware and they're able to creep in because those who are listening don't know any better. I knew you was going to go down right there. But there is a word in Matthew chapter 7, and I hope this helps you. Um, verses 1 through 5, Matthew 7, 
verses 1 through 5. Jesus says, Judge not that you be not judged, for with the same judgment you judge, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. And why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye when you got a big two by four in yours? I want to talk just for a few minutes. Who the fuck? Who do you think you are? Almost. <laughs> Who do you think you are? First thing I want you to understand this morning, I'm just about through, is that God is not all inclusive. God is not all inclusive. God does not accept everybody and everything. God has a standard. And we don't lower the standard. We are to excel to meet God's standard. That, that, that means what I do, I must do to become more like God wants me to be. In this Beatitudes, we find that God has already dealt with the inner man, now he's dealing with how the Christian should deal one with another. Ain't it strange how judgmental church folk are? Y'all sure got quiet right there. Ain't it strange how uniquely we see other spouse and so quickly forget about our very own? Ain't it strange how I can point your wrong and forget that I do the same thing? Say amen if you can. It's going to be one of them Sundays. How in the world, matter of fact, who do you think you are that you can be judge of somebody else? When you can't even take care of your own self. We, we are so quick to judge one another that, that, that we fail to correct ourselves. And matter of fact, the only person you really ought to be worried about, the only one you ought to be concerned about is the one you see every morning when you look in the mirror. You sure quiet now. We are living in a time when truth uh, only works for those who truth fits. In other words, long as it ain't hitting me, I'm okay. But I can show point out your error. And you know what's disturbing to me? I'm sorry, Pam, you got to get this this morning. But what's disturbing to me is I can do everything under the sun. And then when somebody else joins me, I have a problem with it. We, 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 we drink when we want to drink. Then we want to call somebody else's drunkenness out. Say amen if you can. We, we, we cope. We, we, we cope. Yeah, we 
We, we deal with the opposite sex like we want to. Ooh, y'all sure went down there. Then when somebody else takes your man, the man that you took, say amen if you can. Then you find fault with that person when you did the same thing. Y'all sure came up there. Romans 3.23 say, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Who do you think you are? That you have the right to point my issues out. When you got your own problem. When you got your own sin problem. When you got your own issues in your own house. You can't get your house straight. Because you're trying to fix mine. Worried about my children. And you don't even know where your children are. Ain't it a shame? Did you see how such and such did such and such? Where your child at? I knew it was going to be rough this morning. I came here this morning to ask you a question. Who in the world do you think you are? That you have the right to undo what God has already done. God has a standard. I was telling the preacher last night. His argument was we are all inclusive. My argument is God is not all inclusive. You've got to meet God's standard to be a part of God's kingdom. Matter of fact, I told him, I say, the church in the New Testament is Christianity, but God always had a church. And when somebody would come into the camp of Israel, a visitor, the visitor had to abide by Israel's law. Israel didn't change their law for the visitor. But if the visitor wanted to stay in the camp, they had to do what Israel says. But now, everybody wants to accept everybody. And God does not Roll like that. God has a standard. And we must meet that standard. If we want to be a part of God. I ask the preacher. I, I say how do you deal with somebody. In your own organization. That don't believe what you believe. See how you miss that. How can you accept somebody. In your camp. That don't believe. Would you believe? Why you think I don't get everybody to preach that friendship? Why would I bring somebody here? Why would Pastor Daniels bring somebody here that ain't preaching the same thing he preached? Right. 
don't abide by our standard, you don't get to preach here. I'm out. I got, I got another preacher friend. He believes that you can lose your salvation once you're saved. And I, I, I took him to the word because Jesus said, Father, all, all that you have given me, I've lost none. And for Jesus to be able to lose some would suggest that Jesus ain't Jesus. And then there's something wrong with Jesus' salvation. See how you miss that? And if God is God, God can't lose what he already found. Y'all missing this thing. So, so he wonders why we don't let him teach. You don't teach because you don't believe what we believe. And why would I let you come here and destroy everything we've set up? The, the text is clear. Christians ought to be loving. Christians ought to be bearing one's burden. Christians ought to be those who are there to build up and not tear down. Christians are those who should be able to help you when you fall. But you can't help me talking about me. You can't build me up tearing me down. You, you cannot help me get to where I want to be when you travel in the other direction. I sure wish I had somebody this morning. Listen, listen, God got a way of doing things. And if we want to belong to God, we got to do it his way. Matter of fact, I don't mean no harm. Your way don't matter. Because your will ought to be his will. Your thoughts ought to be his thoughts. Your, your actions ought to be the actions that he wants you to act because God has the standard. To become who God expects us to be, we must first look at the person in the mirror. Many people would never become better Christians, a better person, because their attention is in the wrong place. Y'all missed that. Y'all's attention is in the wrong place. We're too busy looking at our neighbor when we ought to be paying attention to ourselves. We ought to be worried about us's and not them's. Because as long as I'm looking at them, I can never get to where I'm supposed to be. I'm trying to help somebody. And you know what I found out? Many folk act up not because they are bad, but because they want attention. Ooh, it sure got cold right there. We, we, we do things purposely not because of necessity, but we do it because we want attention on us. 
When I was in school, I, I was loud. I, I worked it out. Uh, I used to be louder. Is that better? I, I, I did things to get attention. I got school teachers in here, and they'll tell you, folk act up in class to be trying to be funny because they want all eyes on on them, and they do things to make folk look at them, but then I learned that there's something wrong with that. Y'all missing me this morning. That's all right. It's something wrong with somebody always wants somebody looking at them. Always talking noise. Always got something to say about everything. Sometimes you ought to just shut up. Our focus is in the wrong direction. By looking at the person in the mirror, we can see our own faults, our own shortcomings, and start working on them. If you spend time working on yourself, you won't have time worrying about somebody else. Now, here's the second thing. I'll tell you, I got through and I'm out of here. The second thing is, when you find out what's wrong with you, run to God. And let God work you out. See how you miss that? Let me try it again. When you find out your own issues, run to God and let God work you out. Because you'll never fix it. Some of y'all are still in the same ditch you dug for yourself because you're the one trying to get yourself out. And you ain't got a ladder to step on. When our sin issues are found out, we must seek God's assistance. My brothers and sisters, we cannot overcome our issues without God. God must be involved in our transformation. If I am going to be more like God, God has to work on me. I will never be what God calls me to be if I don't let God have his way. And that's why it's in your, in your program right now. Get out of God's way and let him work it out. Because a lot of times we are our own worst enemy. Some of y'all can't look at me now because y'all just as guilty. When you, when you seek God's help, you let God work on you. You let God shape you. You let God mold you. You let God build you up to where you're supposed to be. And then, lastly, you must learn how to rejoice. Rejoice in God's deliverance. Because if you let God have his way, God will make you what God wants you to be. Check it out. If you spend all your time looking at your brother's faults, you will fail to realize you need God's help yourself. See how you missed that? 
And when you fail to realize you need God's help, you cheapen God's grace. When I know I'm wrong, I run to God because I know God can help me. I know God can make me what God wants me to be. Listen, some of us are stuck on stupid, and I ain't calling nobody stupid. I'm just saying you're stuck on stupid. A lot of us are stuck on stupid because we, we fail to let God do what God wants to do in us. When we remember God's work, when we remember God's grace, because when you look at the man in the mirror, the woman in the mirror, you, you see a sinful person in need of deliverance. We all need to be delivered from something. And nine times out of ten, it's our own selves. When God delivers us, we ought to learn how to shout. When God brings us out, you ought to come out shouting. So you show quiet now. When you realize where you used to be, how bad you were, how bad you are, and you see the hand of God working in your life, there ought be some shouting going on. Ought to be some noise somewhere. Somebody ought to be thankful that I'm not what I used to be. Ought to be some shouting that he's brought me. Not some of the way, but all the way. There ought to be some noise in here that if it had not been for the Lord. Who was on my side? Where would I? Where would I be? I got to get out of here. But I told the preacher, God's standard never changed. God's way is still the same. Jesus said, I am. I am the way. Truth and the light. No man. Let me try it again. No man comes to the Father, except He come through me. That's the standard, and the standard never changes. You must go through Jesus. Do you know Him? Have you tried it? Ain't he all right? Yeah. Won't he do it? Yeah. I, 
I need my two folk in here that can testify that I am what I am because God worked it out. Thank you, Lord. Since he worked it out, you ought to shout. Thank you for fixing me. Thank you for keeping me. Thank you for saving me on a hill far away. Stood an old rugged cross, the emblem of suffering and shame. I'll cherish I cherish I love it I love to tell the story that on a Friday he died but Me look over me and be what you want me to be. 
Is there one that's born? Are clean to the arms. 